I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along I'm sleepy. Okay, sleep more. Is that a joke? No. I'm not even being funny yet. I this would is, sleep more. This is more. my pre-funny time. I would sleep more if my little sister wouldn't come into my room in the middle of the night, wake me up in the middle of my sleep, pulling on my sleeve, and begging me to come into her room. Okay. You're misconstruing of am i yes okay let me tell me let, one of those okay. things that wasn't correct okay let me let me let me take this from my perspective uh-huh okay. please do i was lying in bed uh-huh i was drifting off to dreamland uh-huh where i can play with kirby <laughs> and lo and behold just the moment i'm like you know what i'll open my eyes one last time and i looked up at the ceiling and there was this big dark blotch. Mm-hmm. It's not normally there on my ceiling. Mm-hmm. I know all the dark blotches on my ceiling. <laughs> that one didn't belong there. So I'm like, oh no. Mm-hmm. And I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see what it is, but I know what it is. And then I don't want to put my glasses on because... Then you'll know what it I'll is. Then I'll know what it is. But I can't leave it there because then while I'm sleeping, <sighs> it's going to invade my bed. So I got up. And I went to your room, and I I addressed the problem like an adult. Uh Uh-huh. You tugged on my sleeve, woke me up out of my sleep, and said, there's a bug, kill it. It was not a bug. It was a spider. Okay, sorry. Let me... There's a spider, kill it. Yes. Because it was gigantic. It was the size of a small automobile. And (laughs) (laughs) it had fangs Uh as big as a saber-toothed tiger, Mm -hmm. which are... So were the fangs the same size as a saber-toothed tiger's fangs, or the size of a saber-toothed tiger? No, the fangs were the size of the whole tiger. (laughs) So I did what any responsible adult would do. And and got someone bigger than you to solve the problem. (laughs) I, 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 I sought help in a matter I felt I could not personally handle. Yes, you couldn't deal with a bug, so you found a grown up. It was not a bug, it was a spider. I can handle bugs. You were so whiny and upset and cry, I I had to put you back to bed. Yeah, and then I didn't sleep. Because uh-huh. what if there are more spiders? What if that one contacted the others? What if there was an armada of spiders waiting in the wings? It's like the beginning of Dragon Age, where there's just a <laughs> flank behind a big rock ready to attack and waiting for... For the one spider to give the command. The reason I don't get sleep is because if that were to happen, you would have come and gotten me to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Because you need your big sister. No. Okay. You know what? Fine. Let's get this started. Let's, <laughs> let, me, let me just, let's start this. Welcome to the usual bet, an 18 and up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet in the losers and diapers for the next episode. I'm the big sister. <laughs> And counter extraordinaire, Sophie Elizabeth. I'm the little sister who has to take care of my big sister, Chloe Elizabeth. Little sister in two diapers, right? Mm-hmm. Who still has to take care of you. <sighs> You're such a brat. <laughs> this is, 
I am the big sister this week, and you are taking away my my role, my purpose. That's, that's Why nice. Why be here? That's nice, sweetie. My that's nice, my big sis. Don't worry, I'll take care of you. How are your training pants? How are your diapers? They're okay. How are your training pants? They're fine. I. <sighs> you're you're not gonna be so high and mighty when you need a diaper change. How are you gonna be when you need oh, your that's training right. pants you washed? You won't need a diaper change because you will be able to stay in your diapers all day because you're wearing two of them. <laughs> do we have a topic? Do you have a uh, do you have, do you have thinking, a topic? I was something? thinking doing a topic on the color of your bushy cheeks, but unfortunately this is this is an audio medium, so I'm gonna have to go with my backup. Uh I want to talk about something that was in Velvet, one of your, your, your new stories. New is so relative here. That story came out like two years ago. Listen, it's, you, you, you're almost done with printing the book, the hardcover book itself. Yes. It is almost on shelves. Yes. And by shelves, I mean whoever buys it shelves, not shelves in a bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> Our shelf, for sure. And um, there was a really cool concept in it that I really like and that you actually did to me the other night. It was very blushy. But I think I think that there's there's something to talk about there. I think there's a, a fun game that some people might not be aware of. Okay, so Velvet is the third installment and final installment in our trilogy for Audrey and Stacey. The Caliban trilogy. Yes, and Juice, who we had on last week, is doing the cover arts for all our books. And he just finished the last one and we're... Hoping to have this book up and ready to go because this project has been so exhausting and I can't wait for it to be over. But um, in the book, Velvet is indoctrinated into this facility where she is to be reformed into a good little girl. Mm -hmm. Baby girl facility. Yeah, baby girl facility. The very normal thing that exists in every state. Absolutely. Everyone has one. You all know it. You've probably been there. It's just commonplace, moving on to something more interesting that that is out of the norm. Right. Go ahead. Um, Okay. So in an effort to, like, regress her, they, they play games. And I mean, like... They they're they're children's games or little children's exercises for mm-hmm. like for like uh, uh, education and stuff, but to, she's meant to fail them and feel like a child, mm-hmm. uh, and that's really blushy and cute. And uh, an example is the Stroop test, the color thing, where where you'll have a, a a shape that is a color with a word that is a different color and everything, and it's meant to to confuse your brain into saying the wrong things. It's um. The word itself is written as one color, but the color is a different color. Yes. So it'll say, like, red, but the word red will actually be in blue. Yeah, and uh, in Velvet, it incorporates shapes because it's a children's game. And your goal is to state the colors of the words, not what the words say. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. people always mess this up because um, automatic processes in adulthood and stuff. Words. I know the things. Um, But anyway, the test, uh, it is a modified version where it's very easy to do and you don't mess it up except for the occasional wrong card in there that is meant to trip you up and and make you fumble over your words and colors and shapes like a toddler mm-hmm. and that's very blushy and embarrassing and and i i have a newfound love for these things because it's it's really cute and blushy and i just imagine you know your caregiver 
being like, all right, honey, we're going to work on our shapes and colors. And then going through and showing you the cards and you getting it wrong and admonishing you. And ugh. So you're ugh. talking about like intelligence play stuff, but in yes. a very babyish way. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. I'm so into it. Yep. Uh, I've written a lot of stuff like that uh, in the past, and I always really, really, really love it. I I do it as a as a big sister to you. I will use it against you a lot of the time. That's never once happened. It just happened. No. Like two nights no. ago, this exact thing happened. I don't want to talk about that. Where I would ask you to... Do basic math problems, like mm-hmm. 2 plus 2, and then when you would say the answer, I would say that, oh, you got it wrong, and then I would give you the right answer. Which was and, what I said. And even if you'd say the right answer, I would say that you said a different answer. So that works. Uh, it works somewhat. It's kind of blushy, but there's uh, there's a kind of like, uh, uh, it's there's some playing along that goes into that, mm-hmm. but because I was very sleepy and a little, a little high, um... You did another one, which was, uh, you said, what's like two plus four? And then you'd be like, okay, before you answer, remember, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you just overloaded the information and said, okay, well, now what's one plus four? And I said five. And then you're like, no, honey, two plus four is six. <laughs> and then you just refuse to acknowledge the one plus four. And it's so blushy and ugh, ugh. Another one I really like is when they do it with language. Oh, language so, is so blushy. Okay, we had to have talked about like my kink for language right? i'm sure listen i think most little like language play we're we're so far into the show this has had to have come up at least once i hope but so i like when people speak other languages to me oh, my yeah. mommy speaks fluent spanish so oh my god I, I don't know any spanish i i know some like some does, of other languages but i don't know any spanish does she just talk down to you in spanish sometimes that's the blushiest thing ever oh my god and she'll say stuff and then she'll ask a question and then i have to answer but i don't know what the question is and then she'll tease me about it because of the answer i gave and i don't know that's, if i gave the right answer or the wrong answer i don't know if she's lying i don't know anything <laughs> that is so cute ah yeah. that's so blushy i just I love these intelligence games. I think it's it's a really interesting, fun thing to do, especially in like a scene. Ugh. Um, mm. something that you can do as well with someone who is playing these games with you and might not be um, uh, so susceptible as you are. You can just pretend that they say certain words wrong, mm-hmm. or you can pretend that you can't understand some of the things they're saying. Oh they'll speak in complete. Like, complete, perfect English or whatever language they speak. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a big girl. And you can be like, oh, what was that? You a big girl? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, oh. I don't quite understand your baby speak. My, and- my mommy will do that sometimes where she just she just stops acknowledging that she can understand me and talks about baby babble and coos at me. And it is so blushy and it feels so helpless because you're like... Well, of course they understand me, but you can't prove it. And then if you're fussy about it, you can be like, oh, I said that I wanted like a cup of milk. Mm-hmm. And then she can be like, oh, why are you fussing? Like, is, are you, do you need a, Yeah. Do you need a change? Oh, let me check you real quick and oh, stuff like that. Oh. I love it. I, so, so something I want to do, um, cause I really, I'm super into these things. And I think a lot of people could have a lot of fun with intelligence play, but maybe don't know where to start. I want to maybe like build like a book like a little compendium of of games like a playbook 
of of intelligence games. Okay, you're talking like like a, a Silver Linings Playbook <laughs> style movie adaptation, but instead it's intelligence games and ways to baby your partner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I don't see why that wouldn't work. I I I would love uh, if people sent in some intelligence games that they play uh, at our at our email. Oh. Yes, please. Um, that is the usual mailbox at gmail dot com. Um, I I really want to make like a whole a whole little thing, uh, a, a list of these things. Maybe make video tutorials. It could be really cute. I think that could be a lot of fun. I don't think it'd be a lot of work after we just come up with the basic principles of a lot of this this kind of style of play. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. then we can kind of make a step by step guide and have maybe like ten or fifteen different games for it. That'd be really interesting. Right. It seems it seems like a lot of work, um, but I think the, but not like too much work. Yeah, I think the community would really like it because who doesn't want a, a new and fun way for their caregiver or, or a play partner to to just make them feel like a helpless babbling baby? I would love to put this together into a compendium and have it say on the front like like a. How to how to treat your little or something like that, and then like it's it's just a guidebook of, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. different ways that you can uh, mentally regress your 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 partner. I want it. I love these little games. I'm, okay, I'm super so into it. since you like these so much, I have an idea for a bet. Story idea time. Story idea time. Story idea time. It's story idea time. Okay, I want you to come up with a story. For one of these intelligence games. And I'll come up with a story and we'll have people vote on which one they would want to happen to them, like, more. Ooh, 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 ooh. I have one. Okay, I've got oh, one. I literally just made the suggestion. You're already I've got, good to go. I've got ideas bouncing around in you've here. Got, you've, you've got the baby brain for, for <laughs> ink play. Like, you're, you're, a, you're a no-wint class. It's... It's okay. I'll tell you what my brain's like. It's like you know those uh, like the bingo halls where they have the little <laughs> rolling machine yeah. full of the things. It's like that, but I've got like baby ideas in there. <laughs> and and you you say like oh well it's story idea time and you think oh well then you open the thing and take one out. No, the thing breaks and they just start <laughs> pouring out. I'm like oh I gotta pick some up and I go and scramble and pick some up and I'm like this is an idea and then I go with it for better or worse. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. You start. So, so the premise is um, this girl, uh, she's maybe like in college, like just in college. And um, her her biggest humiliation was uh, that she she maybe like had an accident at a spelling bee, right? Like she was uh, super into spelling bees. She really wanted to win one. She had an accident and ruined it and ruined her chances. And so then, she's standing on stage and she just wets herself on stage. Yeah, like like she was younger, like like in her younger years, like maybe like elementary, middle school kind of age. Okay. Um, but that's her backstory. So we move forward. We move forward. I, I love the backstory for yes. your character. Um. So she's got. She finds on her campus they're having a spelling spelling bee, like an open for everybody spelling bee. And a like, normal thing that happens at colleges. Well, no, it's it's like a it's like a community thing. Like it's it's not even at the college. It's at the like the local like rec center or whatever. Definitely what rec centers do. Uh-huh. Spelling bees. Come on, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> work no, with I, me. Here. I'm absolutely with work you. With you go me. ahead, keep going. Okay. Um, she's like, oh man, you know, I could win. I I don't know if I should, but maybe. And she's on the fence, and her roommate's like, oh, you absolutely should, sweetie. I think that you know that'd be really good for you. You know, it's it's really held you back a long time. Whenever you have to like 
spell a big word, you get all kind of anxious and stuff. It's, it really affects you. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. And so she goes and does the spelling bee. And of course, there's, there's mischief afoot. Uh, whether <gasps> mischief. it's, whether it's, uh, this, the main character's like actual mom, or maybe the roommate is doing something insidious to get mm. back at her mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. to turn her into a baby girl. But everyone at the spelling bee are paid actors. There are, including, there's some college kids there, but there's high schoolers and also elementary school kids. And, and when she gets there to do it, the spelling bee starts normal and spelling words are normal and easy and it starts out simple. And, uh, uh, as she's going along, you know, she's, she's saying words and unlike a normal spelling bee where it's like, you're, you're instantly out. If you lose, you have a couple of, a couple of missteps you're allowed, a retries. Okay. Um, because it's 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 not a tournament setting. It's like a like a an open an open session. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the the fake actors yes, spelling exactly. bee but at the. Com- she goes up there, and and she like, okay. Well, spell library, and then she tries and she spells it perfectly. But it's like, oh, sorry, and and uh, oh. it's misspelled. And she's like, what? And she looks looks at the judge incredulously, and then. And everyone in the room is like, oh, that sucks. And she gets down and sits next to like this, like, like third grader who's like, oh, it's okay. And they're like, oh, that word's really hard for me too. Uh, I just learned it recently. And then like, they have like, uh, they like talk about it. Like it's totally normal that she misspelled it. Like the, the wrong spelling that they said is the most normal thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and she'll be going along. And every time she's up there and spells a word, it's wrong. And then as the game goes on, mm-hmm. she misspells more and more words. Yes, exactly. She gets more flustered and and pouty and and like she's losing to children and she feels so inadequate and she, she just gets so worked up and anxious and she wets herself again in front of everyone and the roommate's like, Oh sweetie, oh and and it leads into a whole regression thing. Okay, so my instant, like, uh, kinky hypnosis brain goes into the idea that take your exact concept. Put a little hypnospin on it. But every time they ask her to spell a word, it's one of the words that they have been conditioning into her. So she has to spell the word, and spelling it makes her regress more. Yes. And the next time she comes up, she can't really think of how to spell the word. And then just, like... She gets to the point where she's just babbling and cooing up there, mm-hmm. and she wets herself, and she doesn't understand anything yes. that's going on, uh. and no one can understand her. But yes, I love your spelling bee idea. It's really good. Thank you. I, I'm super into it. I really like it, and now I want to read a story about it. Hey, are you open for commission? <laughs> I'm sure not. <laughs> okay, that's my idea, uh, uh, insidious spelling bee. Okay, let me think of something then. Okay, I have an idea. Oh, yeah. All right. I don't think it's quite as good as yours, but I think it hits a different market. That thing could be why you win. I think it has extreme realism to it, but a lot of finesse Mm. and a lot of... uh, I think this is something that I would want to happen to me in real life and probably could. Okay. Okay. You and your best friend join a trivia night. 
Ooh, okay. okay. Good start. Good start. And your best friend maybe has a history of uh, putting you in embarrassing situations. Maybe okay. they just, okay. maybe they have a crush on you. Or maybe they just like to embarrass you. Or maybe you're just really fun to embarrass. And like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they? They're playful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go to your first trivia night. And you walk into like this, this place uh, like a pub i was thinking like a bar to begin with but now i'm thinking maybe it's more like a private thing because mm, i okay. think we could have more fun with that maybe like a, like a coffee shop private coffee shop thing or like a or rent out a rec space yeah or like someone's like really big house or something oh, okay cool anyway you get there you meet with these people this is your first time coming to the trivia but they've all done it before no big deal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um then it gets revealed that throughout the night, anytime you get a question wrong, instead of like losing points for your team or instead of getting points for, for your team by answering questions right, if you get one wrong, you have to dress up in one of the items that mm. is listed. Oh, so that's you so get good. like, say, five, six, seven mistakes. Mm-hmm. And each one you get like, oh, well, you have to put your hair in pigtails mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you have to wear this shirt that says Pampers on it. Or you have to uh, change into these training pants. Oh, and like, it's so like, good. oh, because only the, the dumb little babies are the people who don't get the questions oh, right. That's so good. And then by the end of the night, the people who are like the the most babyish and the most embarrassed and stuff like that they're the losers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you get to a certain point and you have to uh, play out of the playpen yeah that's a good one too so you start doing these quizzes right mm-hmm. few rounds go by you're getting them right they're getting them right no big deal and um a few other people might get them wrong to the point where they have to like uh drink out of a sippy cup or put mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. A, a pacifier in their mouth or something or like clip it to their shirt and so you know just little little things like that tiny mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. so and you're feeling kind of confident you feel pretty good because you haven't had any of this happen to you yet and then um a question comes to you and you just don't know the answer. And it's 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 a simple question. It's like it's a really obvious kind of everyday standard question that anyone else would really get, but you don't know it because it, there's like a gap in your knowledge. Interesting. And you might be thinking, okay, well, this is like some some hypnosis thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, your best friend knows. The gaps in your knowledge. Oh my It's gosh. like if we went and someone asked me basic questions about fruit or vegetables. Oh my god! It's like if someone yes. asked me the the capital of of uh, a European country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know those because That's I so smart. Yeah, and then it could be basic things like, oh, what about um in Shakespeare's Hamlet, who was like the who died in the end Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i don't know the answer to that because i've never read hamlet but most people do so i'm sitting there like oh my god it looks so stupid for not knowing this and everybody's got gaps in their knowledge just little things that you just randomly don't know or don't know how to do like Mm -hmm. like 
or food things that people don't know how to prep. Some people don't know how to like scramble an egg or something like that. And they'll be like, oh, what's this basic food prep thing that you have to do? Right. And, and, or like, um, I'm really bad with, uh, music mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. like 2007 so you could be like oh who's sang this really popular song and it could be a song that I've even heard on the radio but I'm like I don't know and then like I feel really dumb because it's like every everyone else in the room knows mm-hmm, this question mm-hmm. this is an easy question this is a this is a softball brilliant and I I I kept getting them wrong and then the first time I get it wrong I'm like okay it was just it was just a fluke you know whatever I can I can clip this password to my shirt like no big deal I don't care and then like the next question comes around to me, and it's another question that's mm-hmm. a gap in my knowledge. I'm, they're oh, they're oh, perfectly no. planned. And, yeah, because your friend made sure that the, the person who's running the whole thing knows exactly what they questions to ask. They have specific cards for you. And even if you get lucky one time and you get it right, uh, you had to ask a question, and it's like, oh, I'm just going to guess. Oh, I got it right. Thank God. You know, I don't look stupid about this. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't preclude the next round from you once again, losing <sighs> once again. And by the end of the night... You're sitting in a playpen in like a big boutique diaper, mm-hmm. sucking a pacifier with your like little baby pampers shirt on, and everyone around is like teasing you and calling mm-hmm. you the the dumb little baby. Because and... of course, after trivia night, it progresses to like a hangout, like a party. Yeah, type of course. Scene. I mean, it's not like you go home. Yeah. Everyone's probably been drinking you, a little bit. You stay and, in the playpen, and you're stuck in the playpen. People refill your sippy cup with mm-hmm. juice, and mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, and then finally the night ends and everyone like says you're such a, such a good sport and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And you really, you know, stuck with it and you're blushing so bad and you go home with your best friends and you're just like, oh, you know, like, I can't believe that happened and blah, blah, blah. And then, um, the thing is, even if it never happens again, all those friends and your best friend will tease you about that oh, forever. That's anytime so good. you do even yeah, anytime you have to run to the bathroom in the middle of a movie, your best friend goes, Oh, why don't you just wear a diaper? I mean, <laughs> you're used to those, aren't you? And that's for the rest of your life. That's so good. Also, possible follow up slash spinoff. Yep. Maybe later on in the future, you find the cards. They're all like marked with a little <gasps> like a little marker that and you're like, wait, these are all these were all asked for me. Why are these the only ones that are marked? And you you think of your best friend. And then it leads into a to a, a spin off or a sequel of of getting revenge. Yeah, and then it has to be like you getting revenge on on them before they find out that you know mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. regress you completely. Okay, I love these stories. Okay. <laughs> Usual bet, uh uh tricky trivia versus uh sneaky spelling bee. Okay. Love it. <laughs> Intelligence games are really fun. Right. I, I had a plus... really good time, like coming up with this. I story. know that. I feel like I feel like those were those are just ten out of ten stories. I do like the idea of wetting yourself in front of an audience. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm not. <laughs> that's not what I meant, Chloe. I have like a fantasy about like um, having uh, like a rival. It like if you're doing research mm-hmm. like psych research or something and you have a rival and they like condition you to um <laughs> like get a little bit dumber and say stupid things during one of your conferences and then like on stage you have like a trigger word or something and it makes you match yourself in front of all your colleagues uh-huh so it's a small fantasy of mine yeah 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 what, what that, would you... That's my kink. It's head empty diaper full. <laughs> man, man, you you really episode name 
also. Yes. But but you really you really just personify head empty diaper full, huh? Yeah, that's that's my kink. All right, so you're gonna start introducing yourself. I am the big sister, head empty diaper full extraordinaire, Sophie Elizabeth. Kind of a mouthful, I'm thinking. Okay, so you can do, you just say I'm Sophie Sophie Elizabeth, head empty diaper full. I think I can only say it when I'm the baby sister. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, is that it? Do are we done? Yeah, we have to talk about one more thing though. I, oh. I uh, yeah, okay, we can do that. Okay, listen, I can talk about intelligence games all day, but I, I really want to talk about this because I just recently got in uh, my new sample pack of the the XL extra big new size uh, good nights. Okay, 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 okay. I'm sure a lot of the people in the community already know this, but Good Nights decided to split up their previous sizing, which was LXL, L slash XL is mm-hmm. one size, into L and XL. So the L is slightly smaller and the XL is slightly bigger. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now this opens up a whole new world for the people who could almost fit into Good Nights. Now you have... Uh, an XL good night that you can try to fit in and see if maybe that's comfortable. And I say this because specifically Chloe is one of those people. <laughs> I used to be able to fit into uh, the biggest size. I, I put on a little weight. I'm cuter now, but I couldn't fit in them. So now maybe I'll fit in them. And I, I'm not bringing this up to talk about the new good nights thing. It's it's a segue because well, I we haven't tried them anyway. Yeah, I, they're super not going to fit me, but we got a sample packet too. So I'm definitely going to try them. I got them big birth and hips. <laughs> Shut up. I, I, <laughs> um, I got an ass that won't quit. <laughs> moving on. My hips are double wide. I, I'm i like I'm like one of those oversized load trucks that you see going down. The, no, don't say it. Don't say it, Chloe. Please don't. Don't say it. Don't say what? Don't say it, Chloe. Don't say what? I, I take it back. I, I heard the words as they came out of my uh-huh. mouth. I regret them. Let's move on. You're right. This isn't about good nights. All right. Go I'm for it. I'm not going to say anything at all. Okay. Stop it. Stop laughing. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I want to talk about uh, the reason we don't have uh, uh, pull-ups as a, as a community. We've talked about it a lot. This, but this I... is a concept. Wait, you say we talk about this a lot. I feel like we've talked about it I don't think we've lot. ever talked about this on the show. We've talked about this. Okay. Well, maybe but I don't we think haven't we've ever mentioned adult but... pull-ups even once, other than I think one time when we were on a call with Roxy from maybe you, she that's fair. Oh, said yes, not that's what to I'm ask about it. So uh, I'm just going to go really quick here because I want to get to the meat of this. But the re- there's a lot of reasons, manufacturing is- issues, um, having to get whole new development machines and everything. Sizing's like, the number sizing one problem, problems. I guarantee. There's a whole slew of problems. And, and sure, they're all possibly tackleable. Uh, but it's expensive. It's, it's expensive, time consuming. Blah, blah, blah. It's just it's a it's it's a it's a niche market. And I used to think it's never going to happen. It can't happen. But I'm telling you, I've changed my mind on this. Hmm. Okay. Now, I'm about to get my vaccine uh, for for COVID uh, coming up in a couple of days. My first vaccine, and uh, I'm really excited about this. And this thing's revolutionary. It's it's a brand new science. It's got all crazy new stuff. I hear it regresses you into an infant. There's tons of stuff there. Uh, it is a crazy advancement. We created it in a record time, and I realized the problem, the reason why we don't have pull-ups for everyone is the world's not incentivized. Oh. Oh. If 
It's if, like it's like you said. There's so many problems, but they're all tackleable. Mm-hmm. We have no incentive to do so. Exactly. <gasps> we created the most advanced vaccine ever because of the pandemic. I'm I'm here to propose if there was some sort of potty training pandemic. Oh my gosh. We would have pull-ups in no time. If people not becoming incontinent, just everyone losing their continence a little bit, be, falling back on their potty training, losing it a little bit, pull-ups would become the new norm. They would develop these pull-ups in record time. They would be on shelves in, in months. The, all the problems would be tackled, solved, destroyed, blown out of the water like they were nothing before. The problem with the world is that it's not an enough of a pull-up crisis. It's not in a pull-up crisis. And I, the, the, you see people now and you say, I want pull-ups. And then you got the people who go, but you have the diapers. Exactly. You don't need exactly. the pull-ups. Oh, you have, you have the underwear. You have the thick training, training pants, pants that yeah. you don't need the pull-ups because they're like the same thing, but they're not. They're not. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not encouraging any possible supervillains, wink, to to possibly create a potty training pandemic, wink. Uh, but I'm just saying, if it were to happen, I can I can almost guarantee you that the entire world would be in pull-ups in in less than a month. So, Big girl, grown up size pull-ups. It, it, it would be fantastic. Can you even imagine such a perfect world? I love this idea. Now, bioterrorism is unfortunately <laughs> against the Geneva Convention. <laughs> I think some might call it a war crime. It might be a war crime. So we can't we can't have a supervillain that might destroy things from a chemical standpoint. But, but like a ray gun, maybe a ray gun. A ray gun could be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mass or... hypnosis. Oh, oh, mass hypnosis. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I don't think oh. the Geneva Con- Convention says anything about mass hypnosis. I actually guarantee it doesn't, because propaganda still goes on all <laughs> over the world. <laughs> so, so okay, okay, okay. So, supervillain. A theoretical supervillain. Theoretical, wink. alleged supervillain. Possibly one of our listeners. Wink. I like that you have to say wink. They don't see it. People can't see it. They don't see it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, so one day uh, there's some big announcement. It's mm-hmm, something that mm-hmm. everyone in the world's A watching. Huge world like, PSA. Uh, we land on the moon or something insane, impossible like that. And everyone's watching the TV. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of it, there is some sort of mass hypnosis file that gets sent out and it is on the screen for like maybe like six to seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And it, no one remembers it like Dr. No Who one remembers style. It, and then everyone suddenly gets hypnotized to just get a little bit distracted every time they need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. a little bit, just a little bit to the point where like, they're like, oh, oh, I probably have to go. Oh, but I have to do this thing real quick. And, and then it gets to the point where the only time you really remember to go is after you're already a little wet. Mm-hmm. You kind of wet yourself a little and you go, oh my gosh, oh, I really have to go to the bathroom. To and then the you potty. run to the bathroom. So, but then that's going through a lot of underwear. That's going through... Uh, a lot of like you, you don't want to have a, a diaper change all the time either and suddenly this concept of having uh, a diaper standing for pull-ups is nonsense it's having it's, it's underwear a, training pants is like impossible because you have to wash them yeah, all the time. yeah so then there's a public outcry for pull-ups mm-hmm. 
That's what we need. Think about it. Think about the world that would be. They would be out in no time. Then there'd be designer pull-ups, different like special colors. They would come in all different sizes. Pull-ups would fit be types. a fad. It's just like the masks. Now mm-hmm. every, everyone makes it their own masks. It is exactly like masks. Everyone has their own design. Everyone has their own style. Mm-hmm. Different materials. Exactly. And it's because every company jumped on the bandwagon of masks because that's the new thing because that they're is important. necessary. They, they're they, important. They save lives. And pull-ups would save furniture. Save furniture's lives. Save the carpet's lives. Mm-hmm. Save, your, save... Your pride. Yeah, that, that's that's the biggest thing. It saves face. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. most important part. It's, it's so when you're in your business meeting, you don't accidentally wet yourself a little bit and then kind of like, oh no, I, I'm, I'm, I swear, I'm, I, this, I don't know what's going on. It's like, oh, I'm going to pull up. Even if it happens, I can still finish my meeting, then go change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's what the public wants. It's, exactly. It's what the public needs. And, and I'm just saying for any, once again, potential supervillain that I have confirmed is listening to the show, wink, uh, if Velvet has taught me anything, it's that the end justified the means. <laughs> this may seem insane to you, like, really? All this just to get pull-ups made? But, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes that's to, what you have to do. You have to get your hands dirty to make a better world. Yeah. And and listen, maybe once once the, the, the pull-ups are in production, the machines are there, the technology is there... It can go away. You can do uh-huh. another. You can do another trigger that will that will erase the hypnosis from people's minds. Potty training will come back, but the pull-ups will stay and maybe keep people will keep wearing them. Listen, hey, after the pandemic, after my, I get vaccinated, I'm keeping my mask. Oh, for sure, I'm I definitely wearing masks for a while. If I get like a cold or something in the future, I might want masks. Or in this theoretical future, you're going on a long road trip and we maybe wear some of your pull-ups. Hey, not only that, but before. The pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. I probably would have seen people in masks and been like, "Oh, that's kind of weird. Like, what's that all about?" But now, if I, even even years after mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. right now, it, everything's fine. If I see people in masks, I'm like, but, "Oh, that good. makes sense. Yeah. Good for them. Like, yeah, definitely exactly. take precautions." It's a cultural shift, and we need that cultural shift for pull-ups. I I don't see any issues with this. Exactly. I do want to come up with a name for the supervillain that does this to everyone. Huh. I want alliteration. I want potty training in there. Okay, we can have some sort of potty pants sort of thing, mm-hmm. or we could do like a, like a, a hypno thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we have the caregiver aesthetic, so we can use like mommy and daddy if they're like a guy or a girl. Hmm. So what's a good super villain name for the person who will eventually de potty train the world? Now, now, are we talking the the heroic name they'll go down in history with, or like their oh free, no, their evil you need to name. understand they're they're a martyr in this situation. Okay, no okay. one, no one is going to like them. Everyone's gonna blame them forever. They're going to be, they're going to be hated, reviled across the world, okay. except maybe by littles, and uh, that's never gonna go away. But the change that they do to the world will always persist. So they will be a supervillain for all time. They will be in the supervillain hall of fame. Which I don't think exists yet, but it will. It He'll, will. It will. They'll th- be the this first. This one villain will start it. <laughs> okay. I have an idea, but it's bad. Okay, go for it. Okay. Villain Annie. Villain Annie. 
Why would you say that's bad? That's fantastic. <laughs> she could be dressed all like a nanny and like like cre- like huge and like like in charge and very like condescending and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, she could have like a diaper bag and everything, but it's it's where she's got her hypno ray. I really like this too because nanny is a gender neutral term. Mm-hmm. You can have you don't know. Okay, oh, we listen. Don't know. When you hear villain nanny, you're like, oh, obviously that's a woman. But maybe what if it's a boy? Maybe it's a guy. Maybe it's someone who's not binary. Suddenly the suspect list grows. Then you, if if you are the supervillain, you're suddenly like, ah, huh. <laughs> now no one will catch me because they can't narrow me down based on my name. Villain nanny. Villain nanny. Okay, write that down. I I, I want to remember the name so that so that when we finally meet this person who who to us will be a hero, we can shake their hand. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like if this happens and suddenly pull ups are mainstream and then they're not taboo. I wonder how many people just stop wanting them. <laughs> Like a little bit of the interest for me is the kind of the taboo, taboo nature. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a big girl. I'm not supposed to wear pull-ups. But then, like, it's like, oh, actually, big girls do wear pull-ups. Like, everyone wears pull-ups now. So, like, <laughs> it's the normal adult thing. You can't tease people for that anymore. Hmm. So then it's like, is it something we truly want? Maybe this is one of those monkey paw things. We're like, right now, we're like, you know what? We need pull-ups. And then in the future, we're like, what have we done? What did we do? We don't even want. Oh, what were we thinking? Oh, this is this is what we get for sponsoring Villainanny. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Okay. Well, unfortunately, we don't have all access airtime across the world with the usual bet. Uh, if we ever do, maybe we'll be able to pull off something like this, and we'll be the villains of history. Reminder to delete this episode. Oh yeah, we need to get rid of all traces. If this ever if this ever happens, this episode needs to get deleted. It's just gonna disappear. It's- yeah, okay, guys, if, if episode 71 suddenly vanishes from our repertoire, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you're kind of scrolling through and it's, it's just gone. 69, nice, 70, 72, and this is gone, oh, you guys better, it's be, going better down. be watching your TVs. Like, <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. That's I just, it. I, I really wanted to talk about that. <laughs> hey, by next week, maybe we'll try out these good nights and give... Um, some reviews on what we think. Well, this, I'm sure I won't. The like, vaccine is is proven to help with regression as well as uh, resistance. Oh, actually, we're, we're getting the vaccine later this week, so we'll be able to talk about all of its effects in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not next week, because we're actually having next week off. We're taking next week off. Yes, we uh, are having having a week off. That so. sounds decadent. <laughs> it's it's been seventy episodes, seventy plus episodes, and I think we've taken one. So yes. I, I I'll take a vacation. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have uh, a few days of not having to do any work. That so. sounds wonderful. Okay. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Two weeks from now, we will report in, report in on the pull-ups, report in on the the, the regression serum, and we'll we'll get back to y'all. Uh, if you guys want to vote on this week's bet, you guys have two weeks to do so. So um, you can do that at patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding and joining our Discord. Where? Patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. I really want to get it in there because I want people to vote for this. I want to know if my story's good. I'm really curious who's going to win. This seems like a really neck and neck kind of race. Take me. Um, you can find us on Twitter at The Usual Bet or individually at The Usual Sophie and at The Usual Chloe. 
uh, our mailbox is the usual mailbox at gmail.com if you're interested in sending us an email about some sort of little um, intelligence in- play yeah regression-y intelligence play stuff you do thanks Mimi for help with our theme song thanks Juice for our wonderful album art you can find it at patreon.com slash juiceboxart uh, shame on Kimmy for something for something she does something bad every day uh, she's actually been so bad that I made her uh, wear diapers for a week oh my gosh yeah you can see it on her tweeter well, I mean, that that's a long time coming. Like, I mean, I, I'm surprised she hasn't just been in them permanently. I mean, I'm thinking about it. We'll get there. <laughs> you can find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope I hope you, you come up with some good uh, intelligence play ideas. Yep. Um, stay tuned for uh, our next episode, which will be in two weeks, not one week. Just so you don't think that we were eaten by llamas or tackled by f- very big football players and under in the hospital. If there isn't an episode after that, uh, just assume that the villain nanny got us. I mean... Yeah, we... This does seem like the kind of thing that we would stop doing podcasting for in order to become supervillains, so. (laughs) All right, I'm leaving. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.